Ladies and gentlemen, back once again, another Sunday, another episode of the Chief and Bosco Podcast. I am your host, Chief, alongside my partner in crime, Bosco. Say what up to the people. What's good, y'all? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday as well. Um, <laughs> like we said, back once again. Uh, nothing much, man. Let's go ahead and uh, get into the uh, the topics that we got here, man. We're gonna go ahead and first. Let's take it over to the NBA. So, nothing too major. Um, summer league still going on. We're seeing guys tear it up in summer league. Oh King. yeah, yeah. I see. I saw the Kings won the summer league championship. Mm-hmm. The only championship they're gonna be winning anytime soon. <laughs> hope they hope they enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if they get summer league rings. How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if they had like an MVP of the summer league. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember Lonzo Ball won it a few years ago. So. Yeah, I'm sure they do. True, true. But Who won? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not important. We know what's important there. Um, but with the NBA, not too much uh, as far as the season goes. So we want to touch bases on like um, came out not too long ago. Basically, Draymond Green he's able to get Kevin Durant in on. I think it's like his uh his little show that they're doing pretty much in the off season. And they had to sit down, uh, talked about a bunch of things, but the main uh, point they were getting across was just that whole situation going through on uh, the playoff run and how they got into it and, you know, just how things kind of mustered off from there, eventually leading to uh, Katie's departure from Golden State. Um First things first, man. What was your take on it once you've seen that whole thing? Well, it's funny. I watched it twice. When I saw it the first time, I was like, oh, okay, this was pretty good. I like this. And then when I started thinking about it, there's some stuff in there that does... Not that it doesn't make sense. I just feel like they're lying about some things. Yeah. And when I rewatched it, it really felt like two men not really taking accountability mm-hmm. for anything. Because, first of all, the whole Kevin Durant leaving, that's two years old now. So why they're still talking about that, I don't know, which it seems like Kevin Durant and Draymond Green have seen like they've had a good amount of conversation since he's left. So and Kevin Durant has already kind of came out and said why he left. So I don't know. I don't really know why they're talking about it again. Um, But what were your thoughts? Um, I kind of similar to when you say you saw it the second time. I think I kind of grasped that at first. Um, just with them talking about like, uh, cause you know, Draymond really mentioned like after the whole situation, uh, management was coming to him basically saying, yeah, you need to apologize. And he would be like, you know, I'm going to talk to Kevin, but y'all aren't going to force it on me. So at that point I'm just thinking, all right, so when are you going to actually talk to him? You didn't talk to him right after it happened. You say you didn't do it the day after. So it's like, all right, so not necessarily about them forcing it, but still, even in that, like, I feel like KD's mind was already made up regardless. That just was just another nail in the coffin to me, honestly. Um, and I just feel like, especially looking at KD, I feel like KD's kind of scatterbrained on how he does things. Like, he may be cool with something for right now, and then it'll be something after that. Like, even, you know, with him being in Brooklyn now, like, I think it's something that's cool for him in the moment. But I wouldn't be surprised if not too far long down the line he wants to make another move. Uh, just for something I feel like he's ne- always kind of ever-changing, really. So, you know, just especially, you know, seeing how he goes about with his game and whatnot, I kind of feel like he's kind of always on the move. Um, 
and like you for the most part like you said with the accountability that's kind of how i felt about it um but like you also you mentioned you know two years down the line i mean don't really care um I know the big thing was about with him and Draymond, but like just weird, man. It's, it that whole thing is weird to me because this is what I honestly think happened. Uh-huh. He goes to Golden State because he wants to win. Like, I, I I believe when he said that he thought Golden State played the perfect style of basketball in the way he played, I did believe that because I'm not gonna front when he first went there. I didn't think that it was gonna work as well as it did, only because. I initially thought that their team actually got worse because they lost a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. But mind you, this was before they went out and signed David West and Zaza. Like, this is before they made their other moves. But I do think he fit perfectly with the way they play. I think this is what happened. They right. win the championship in 17. He thinks that he's going to be regarded as the best player in the world. He isn't. It's still <laughs> LeBron. Yeah. They win in 18. Same thing again because... Over the the cloud is still well. They won before you got here, and they won seventy three games before you got here. And on top of that, they beat you in the playoffs before you went to go join them, and they beat you after you and your team blew a three one lead. So I think going into the third year, he already knew that was his last year. Which Draymond Green said part in that interview. He said, "Yeah, I could feel like you had one foot out the door." And Kevin Durant never really addressed that. They kind of yeah. just slid by that. So he didn't even really confirm or de- like a a deny or confirm if that was true or not, which I think a lot of people thought it was. So I think what he thought was they're going to three-peat. That hasn't been done since Shaq and Kobe, so that would set him apart from LeBron, and he was going to bounce and go to Brooklyn because uh-huh. I feel like he should just be like, look, man, I came here, I won the rings. They didn't give me the fulfillment I thought they were, which he even said after they had won that he they didn't bring that that happiness that he thought it was going to. In that, look, I enjoyed playing with y'all, but Kyrie is my boy. We yeah. have been talking about playing together. We have an opportunity to do it. I'm going to bounce. I'm, I'm going to go out um, east. I want to I wanna go and live in New York, and that's what I'm going to do. Because I think I don't, I don't think he's ever been jealous of Steph, but I think he thought when he won there, like yeah, he was going to be, be looked at the way Steph was, which just doesn't really make any sense yeah. because it's like – they already won before you got here. He's a homegrown product. Like exactly. it, it's one of those things where it just doesn't. I don't really know what his logic was, and I don't know what Kevin Durant and LeBron's relationship is. My guess is that they're cordial, but they're not really friends. Yeah, and I not. think people throw friends around loosely. I don't think they're friends. I think they're both with Nike. They've played against each other for 14 years now. I think they probably have had dinner a couple of times, and they're cordial. But I don't really think they talk like talk like like that because. I think it would have served him well talking to LeBron James. Not not on some, hey, man, what do you think I, could, I should do? Because mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's a grown-ass man. But I think it would have helped him if he was like, look, I'm about to make this move. What should I expect? Well, expectations are going to be high. And just like with LeBron went to Miami, it's like people knew LeBron was better than Dwayne Wade. That's not really an argument. There's no debate to be had. But LeBron knew, well, this is still his team. Yeah, like, I'm the best player on it, but, but this is his team, and I'm yeah. never going to be loved the way he is. And I think LeBron just – had a better understanding of that than Kevin Durant did. And I think if he would have known that going in, it would have helped a whole lot. But it was just I, – I, parts of the interview felt disingenuous. When they were like, yeah, well, you know, I, we, I watched the last dance. And, you know, it was Scotty. They had that team moment. Two completely different situations. situations. Number one, Scotty didn't want to go back into the game. And Phil Jackson – and um, Jerry Krause didn't to say, hey, man, Scotty, you know, you need to apologize to the team. They addressed him right then and there. But also, too, though, like, um, 
I was thinking like just to an earlier point that you said, like especially in comparison to like LeBron going to Miami and knowing the situation too. I feel like they when you look at both of them and the changes, like they kinda had different they feel I feel like they kinda had different motives behind it because like for instance, like with K D going there, like you mentioned he felt like that was a perfect situation to how they play basketball. Same thing, like, I feel like with LeBron, like, him going to Miami, like, you know, he is the best player, but it's Dwayne Wade's team. It was also a chance for him to grow and learn how to win and the pieces that you need to put around. So, like, once they were able to do that in Miami, he goes right to Cleveland. He has an idea of what he needs around him to actually get the job done, which they eventually did. Funny enough, I think it was the same for Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant didn't win shit. Before he went to uh, Golden yeah. State. I mean, they had went to the finals. But, hell, LeBron had gone to the finals in Cleveland. It's one of those things where I think LeBron looked at like, all right, I can't get the help in Cleveland. Because uh-huh. they really, they did their best. But that's not a, a free agent destination. Even with as great as LeBron was, people weren't trying to go there. Uh-huh. And he tried because he did the, all the reports out there. He tried to get Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade to come there. And they were basically like, no, like he said, Chris Bosh told him, well, man, I'm going to Miami. So, you know, if if we could do this together, that'd be great. But, you know, if you do your own thing, that's great, too, because they was talking about that at the Olympics in 08. And I think when it finally came through, Chris Bosh was like, oh, man, like I would rather live in Miami, which I don't blame him. And I think with Kevin Durant, something else that he still does not address is the Russell Westbrook piece of that. And he needs to just be like, look, man, we... I do not like the way he played, and I don't uh, think he was held accountable at times, and I just could not continue doing that because that's really what I think it is. And he, let me let me ask you one real quick question while you going there. Do you think it ever comes like to between you know with Kevin Durant, LeBron? Do you think it's ever like a personality thing? Like I feel like Kevin's like really like one of those guys like they mentioned, like always has his backpack on, just wants to really like hoop instead nah. of like with LeBron. Just I don't believe that because. They try to make it sound like he's Kawhi Leonard. He's not. Like, okay. Kevin Durant has done a movie. Kevin Durant d- is one of the biggest stars on Nike. Like, you do uh-huh. see Kevin Durant out and about. It's not like he's Kawhi Leonard. Like, uh-huh. and another reason that sounds like some bullshit when they were saying that is because in 2013, he kept he kept complaining about being number two because at that point, he had finished second for MVP. I think he finished second in 2013, uh-huh. 12. And I think 10, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. It was at least, it was, I know for a fact it was 13 and 12, and I had to get fact-checked on 10. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure 10 too. But um, I think that's really what it, is, what it is too. So this whole idea, like, you can't tell me you're tired of being, being um, addressed as the second best player, always finishing second, got picked second in the draft, always finishing second MVP, end up really becoming second in the league once y'all lose to Miami in the finals. It's like, yeah, y'all are the second best team, but not the best. So I don't – I think that's true. Like, yeah, I just want to hoop. But you want more than that. And we know you want more than that because you have interest outside of basketball. Like yeah. like I said, if you didn't – if you were like a Tim Duncan type mm. and said that, I'd be like, all right, cool. But I'm just – I'm not really buying that. Um, So I felt part of it – part of the interview was genuine. A good amount of it, I'm like – this kind of sounds like y'all are making some shit up. And I ain't really like that because I'm not sure why y'all are throwing Steve Kerr and Bob Myers under the bus like that. And if I'm the Warriors, Draymond said, oh, yeah, you know, I already talked to him about this. If I'm the Warriors, I'm just looking at this dude side eye because I'm like, man, we've done nothing but right by you. So yeah. I'm why are you rehashing this number one? And it's like we're trying to move forward. If I'm Steph and I'm Clay, 
it's not something I make a huge deal about. But if I'm sitting in my house and I get asked about it, like in private, I'm thinking to myself, what was the point of them doing that? Like, yeah, because I mean, it's been times, like you said, doing right by him. It's been times where he was the one in question as to whether he'd be the piece to move. Yeah, like so they've, they've, they've done right and they've kept him there. I just don't understand. But also, too, I kind of look at it like these things, like you know, especially looking at the NBA, um, just like how they. I feel like it's one of those things, like how they're pretty much open with their league. Like it's a like players have a lot of like influence in their league and such, so they want to like speak out and have these kind of things. But it's always it's always going to be a thing of like, all right, we have to censor this to a certain point. Like we're not necessarily going to say like. Yo, like how I feel, cause like let's be clear, man. We're men; they're men in that situation. If somebody would have called you a bitch in that in that case, it would have been much more than that. Like it, it ain't some shit you not necessarily just. I'm skipping by. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just think it's weird. I think it happened two years ago. I don't know why they're talking about it. I think it's kind of odd. I mean, Draymond still plays for the Warriors, so for him to come out and say that is is really odd. Yeah, y'all got bigger shit to worry about on y'all team than me. Them comparing about. it to the Last Dance was odd because it's two completely <laughs> different situations. I I just found the whole thing to be weird. And I I do find Kevin Durant to be an extremely interesting individual, but I'm like, yeah, I think he'll never admit it. And I think he might talk about behind closed doors. I think that legit pisses him off that he's never considered. Like, mm-hmm. he will never be considered the best of his generation. Like, because we can always argue the best player thing. Like, before, at, at points in his career, Kobe could at least say he's been the best player in the league. And a lot of people felt that way. And LeBron has been, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't, I don't think LeBron's still the best player now. But I think for over 10 years, you easily could argue he was the best player. I think. That bothers Kevin Durant that he he will never be looked at the way that LeBron or Kobe like even when you do top ten lists people are trying to put Kevin Durant in it uh-huh. he's not in mine I think he would be in my top fifteen probably but you could argue it and uh-huh. eh. for me for me if I'm having a debate with somebody I would love to hear what they would say to try to put him in the top ten but my thing is I think that annoys him and I think it bothers him because it's one of those things where you. You could have – this is what I legit thought was going to happen. I remember when they lost to the Warriors right? and he was a free agent, I thought he was going to do a um a two-year deal with an opt-out after one. I thought they were going to run it back, right? and then if it did not work then, then he was going to be like, okay, I need to get up out of here. Mm. But instead, he just went ahead and went to Golden State. And I think it just bothers him that – People try to compare it to LeBron going to Miami, which doesn't make sense because Miami was a, a first-round-and-out team. Yeah. They had won a championship, but we're talking about four years prior. At that point, Dwayne Wade was literally – Dwayne Wade and Udonis Hobson were the only two players still on the team. Like They had a completely different coach. I, I just think everything was different. I just think as much as he doesn't want to admit that, it just bothers him that he's not looked at like that. Yeah. And, I mean, I, he, he says he, he's happy with where he's at in life and his career and everything. And I hope he is because – I think we differ. I don't think he's going to leave Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn will be the last team he plays for. Okay. Um, Because I do think, at worst case scenario, I got them as the second favorite to win the title, um, barring injury. But uh-huh. he just signed that four-year extension. It's At this point, it's like, well, now what are you chasing? Like, I don't, I don't even know what you would be chasing now because it's one of those things – for me, there's nothing else he can do. Like, if somebody said, well, what would he need to do to like for you to look at his career as better than LeBron? He would have to, at minimum, three-peat. 
And even then, even if he had five and LeBron only retired with four, I would probably still get an edge LeBron because of all the individual accolades. So mm-hmm. you're still, you're so far behind the eight ball. Yeah, I think I think he he needs to just be like, yeah, you know what it is, what it is. The burner account thing I also didn't like when they addressed because Draymond Green said. Huh. Well, yeah, man, you know, you you talk on your regular account the same way you do your burners. First of all, we'll never know that because we <laughs> had no idea how many burner accounts he had. Like, yeah. he got caught for those couple of tweets. You don't know how long he had burned. They, they, nobody knows how long he had them for. Nobody knows how many times he tweeted from these accounts. So I'm like, no, I don't know if you're tweeting the same or not. Mm. I have no reason. Like, it would be stupid for me to assume you are. I don't know you. Like... Yeah. I have no reason to, to even say if that's true or not. So it's just like, eh, I don't, I don't know. I, I look at that as just goofiness because it's like, dog, even when he got caught for that, you're in your late 20s, early 30s, you using burner accounts to tweet, dog. Yeah. Like, LeBron would never. Kobe would never. Like, literally, your peers would not do that. Do that, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> your contemporaries. Yeah, they, they wouldn't do that. So the whole interview, like I said, to me, in the grand scheme of things, I looked at it as a waste of time. Like, I thought it was cool at first, then I started thinking about it more and more. I watched it a second time, and I was like, oh, this is pointless. Because it's like, either y'all are lying or y'all are delusional about what's going, like, how mm-hmm. that situation was. So, now, um, moving forward from where you say that, um, since we're on it, it completely slipped my mind, but I want to bring it up. I've been seeing, because, you know... You know, they do always the early on talks so of, like, you know, who's the best player in the league right now. Um, would you agree, Giannis? Or would yeah, I got you say Giannis. KD? No, I got Giannis, man. The, 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 the be the best, you got to beat the best. I mean, Kevin Durant came up short. And this is the thing. We can argue about why he did. And I, I can listen to that. Somebody wants to say, well, this, this, and that. I'm like, all right, cool. Just because, like, that's, that would be, like, if somebody would have asked me after the 2015 finals who the best player was, I still would have said LeBron, even though they still lost. So I get the logic. But this is my thing with Giannis and KD. Uh-huh. KD is a far superior. He's a better shooter than him. Yes. If we want to go strictly offense, he's a better shooter. I think their passing skills are around the same. Um, slightly better ball hander, I guess. Right, I think, but ball handling to me is kind of that. That to me is up for debate too. It, it answers because I was confused, like when I've I've heard that. Because I'm like, when you say ball handler, are you like, I'm not looking at Kevin Durant to come down the court like Kyrie and cross. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, I don't think, I don't think he's that type. I do think Kevin Durant is very good with handling the ball, and I think Giannis is as well. But my thing is offensively, I would rather. I don't think neither one of them are great at setting up offense, mm-hmm. but. Outside of the paint, Kevin Durant's a better scorer. Inside the paint, Giannis is a better scorer. Giannis is bigger. He's stronger. So in the post, give me Giannis. In the perimeter, give me Kevin Durant. Defense, it's not even close. Like, Giannis does literally everything better defensively. He's a better rebounder. He's a better shot blocker. He's a better post defender. He's a better perimeter defender. So it's not really a debate. And regardless of what people want to say, Kevin Durant did lose that series. Now, we can argue about why he lost, but this is the thing. James Harden did play. Was he nicked up? Sure, he was, but he was out there. And my thing with that is, you telling me Kevin Durant, the knock on LeBron is everybody says he has to have Hall of Fame teammates to win. So Kevin Durant can't win without Kyrie. I'm like, I don't, I find that to be kind of hard because if you're the best player, like at the time people were saying you were, shouldn't you be able to overcome that? Y'all did have a 2-0. Like, that's another thing. They were up 2-0 in that series. And they got up 3-2 in the series. So I'm like... I'm not really trying to hear that as an excuse. And then Giannis did go on to win. He got Finals MVP. He dominated 
in the finals. So yeah. a year from now, we can have that conversation. But for yeah. now, I think Giannis is the best player. Yeah, and I feel like you, you right now you have to give him the hat. And it's my thing is, like, people always say, I'm like, yo, it's not an overall legacy conversation. It's who is the best player right now at this given time. Yeah, because if we want to – and that's why I think people get confused. Because if I told you out of everybody in the NBA currently playing, who – what player is ranked the highest in all-time rankings? The answer is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, though, who is the best player currently player playing, I don't think it's LeBron. Just like if we said, like, here's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say we were talking about, let's say we're talking about the Lakers, right? And I tell you, mm-hmm. um, let's say you thought, I said, who's the best uh, center of all time in Lakers history? Mm-hmm. Or, or. Yeah, who's the best Lakers center of all time? You said Shaq, and I argue with you is Kareem. And you and you told me, well, Shaq is ranked higher in all time rankings, even though he's not. And I'd be like, well, what does that have to do with strictly having on the purple and gold? Like it's two different conversations. It's like if I told if I say, oh, well, the LeBron or D Wade. Yeah, just like I like I. Here's a better one. This is the one I really should have used. Who's the best player to ever wear a Lakers jersey? The answer is LeBron James. If you ask me who's the best Laker of all time, mm-hmm. not only is it not LeBron James, I don't even know if he would be in my top five. All the top, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be in my top five. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me who's the best player to ever wear the uniform, it's him. So I just think sometimes people get mixed up in, 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 in that type of conversation. And I get it because depending on the context – it's easy to kind of get that type of stuff mixed up. But to answer your question, I think it's Giannis. And if somebody wants to argue, KD, I'm, I'm kind of to the point where I'm not really arguing with people back and forth because at the end of the day, you feel yes, the sir, way man. you feel. And if you can make an argument easily. It's one of the two. You, hell, you can make the argument it's still LeBron if you think so. Like I said, I don't think it is. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm here to listen to <laughs> to anybody's opinions for the most part. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of breach on that one. Um but nevertheless, man, we're gonna get a knockout like a few uh, some more that we got. Moving forward, man. Not nothing else too uh major. Um skipping through NFL until we get to the regular season for the most part. Well it's part. funny because I got some NFL topics oh, you but but they're random questions. Like they're not they don't have anything to do with what's currently going on. But I thought about this during the week. Okay, let's and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some fire questions. I need some quick responses. Let's do it. All right. Whose career would you rather have? Steve Young or Troy Aikman? Shit. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steve Young. All right. Whose career would you rather have, with Damian Thomason or uh, Adrian Peterson? AP. All right. Terrell Owens or Randy Moss? Uh, Terrell Owens. Mm. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about um. Damn that 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 second question you had kind of damn because I was thinking about the Steve Young one. But uh, that one, I don't know why I was thinking about that one so long because I kind of knew my answer. The second one, you had me stomach. I said AP for uh, just off a of rip. Um, ah, even then, that's kind of a uh, no. Nah, I'm gonna still rock with AP. I'm gonna still rock with AP. I'm I'm, I'm gonna still go with that one. Um, because LT Hall of Fame great. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna still rock with AP on that one. That was crazy. Um. Do you have anything else that you want on top on that? That was I like that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That, that that's all I had. Quick fire okay. questions, quick fire responses. Quick fire. Okay, I like that. Um, we'll be back on NFL. Um. Pre-
pretty soon because I know we got the top 100 that's filling out. They just went down to uh, so there's gonna be the top 10 spots left. They just released the uh the last seven seven. We'll, we'll get into that one later, but um. Moving forward from there, man. In other news, um, this past weekend, we uh, we got a uh, Manny Pacquiao fighting. Because uh, I think this one, he was set to fight Earl Spence. Yeah. And he fought Jordinus. Uh, uh, you guess, I think he's from, um, I want to say he's from Cuba. And uh, that fight, that was in place. Um, Not too much on this. I watch highlights. Manny's age was showing. Um. The punches were slower. Head movement was slower. I mean, he was getting tagged left and right. Uh, I think it was a unanimous decision um, from there on. And you could kind of see the look in his eyes like, yo, I'm kind of just, I'm ready for it to go. Um, I don't know, man. I've been looking at this like, like, I know we were talking about this earlier, man. Like, it's just a resume point to say, like, I feel like every time somebody comes up the upper coming yo let me win a belt right quick what you about to do next i want to fight manny pacquiao that's like the go-to name right now um it's it's i've i've thought it's been time for him to hang it up um he's got so much other stuff that he's into too uh especially being in politics of the, the philippines the basketball team just a whole bunch of other stuff that he's doing um it's just kind of, I think it's at this point, kind of time. Did you happen to catch that fight or see the highlights? Well, I saw the highlights, and I saw after the fight, he said he's like 60% leaning towards retiring. Uh, I think he needs to, man, because obviously it's uh-huh. it's an understatement. His best years are behind him. Yes. He said he wants a Floyd rematch. That's not happening. Um, Watching it, I'm, I'm kind of like, man, Earl probably really would have did him dirty and could have honestly seriously injured him. If they would have fought, um, if he if the way he fought last night is the way he would have fought Earl, it could have got bad quick. And if you're man Pacquiao, all right, say you fight Earl Spence, I think he would lose. But yeah. it's like, uh, well, he he would be like, well, I fought him. And then if he fought Terrence Crawford, he would lose. So I'm kind of like, you beat not beat, but you boxed the best boxers of your era, which was uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Um, Ricky Hatton, Ricky uh, Shane Mosley, those those Floyd, guys like that. Yeah, the, Floyd, um, Victor Ortiz, the those, legendary series of Marquez. Yeah, those people. And now I, I guess you're trying to do this newer class. Like he fought a uh, Thurman. He, he's supposed to fight Spence. I don't really know if that's still gonna happen. Um, I don't know if him and Danny Garcia fought. Something tells me for some odd reason I could see that happening in the future. But I don't know. At some point, hey, with his age, with him being 42 and the amount of punches he has taken to the face and to his body and everything, I feel like they should be seriously leaning him towards retirement. I'm hoping it doesn't become a uh, a B-hop situation. Yeah. that's I, I, We don't need to see that from man. Because at this point, like it's like you're kind of just like, I feel like you're messing up your legacy in a way. Like It's becoming too many close draws or L's. Like it, just just hang it up before it gets really out of pocket because we've seen multiple times like even you know this fight this this past fight uh once before that you know the last that one with marquez like he has a habit sometimes he can definitely gets miss uh misinterpret a punch and get taken clean out and the last thing we want to do is see that be a clean shot just like in the marquez one or like when bernard hopkins got knocked out of the ring 
do not want to see Manny go through that. Yeah, no, man. I, I, I'm not really a fan of seeing athletes pass their prime because it does become sad. Like when you watch people like and you remember what they once were at a point of, of time and you see what what they become. It actually I mean, I'm not about to say like it's the most depressing thing in the world, but it is kind of sad like yeah. especially with something like boxing where Yeah, like, cuz like it's like if you go back and watch like like the last few Muhammad Ali fights, it's just sad like he could barely get his hands up. Yeah. He's just getting punched in the face and smacked around like like <laughs> like him and Larry Holmes is actually kind of sad and listening to Larry Holmes talk about that, he was like, "Man, it got so bad." He was literally just like mushing him in the face because he didn't want to punch him because he's like, man, he couldn't even get his hands up and he couldn't defend himself. And he said that's just how bad it was. And, you know, boxing is one of those things, man. What they say, one good punch could kill you. Yeah. I mean, we see we have seen that happen before. Yeah, so it's like, hit. man, you you've made your money. You your prime is, is past you. It's like, you know, man, I would like for you for Manny to go ahead and hang it up. But I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll see there. Um, the fight we kind of been wanting, we've been wanting to see is the the Spence Crawford fight. We don't know if we'll ever really get that fight. Um, hopefully soon. I think, I think Canelo Canelo's got a big fight coming up. Uh, pretty soon. So we'll stay tuned for that one. Uh, moving forward, man. Get into some lighter stuff, man. Something I was thinking about earlier this week, man. I was thinking about it <clears throat> today too. Um, question I wanted to broach you, man. If you had to say, um, I guess we could go, we could go five. I, I only, I was thinking five, but I only had three off the dome off top that I knew of. But if you're thinking of like, say five, um, songs, I guess you would say most notable in defining hip hop. Like if you were to say, if somebody asked you, Yo, we'll define hip-hop. What's something I should listen to? What would five songs be that you give them? Um, Cream okay. by Wu-Tang. Juicy by Biggie. Okay. Um, Fuck the Police by N.W.A. <sighs> uh, hmm. I want to... It's weird because I want to throw some Jay or some Kanye or Kendrick or someone like that. But I don't even really know what their best songs are. One of those early songs from uh, the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, and, that's the original. I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So the, I, I can't think of the name of it, but I got to throw that one in there. And then, let's see, that's four. And maybe, um, ooh, man. I don't know. That that last one is hard. Maybe New York State of Mind by Nas. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I was thinking either that or Paid in Full. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one. It's weird, man, because I was just thinking of, like, when I thought of it, I was thinking of, like, damn, yo, what songs that, like, I think over time, like, no matter what time frame, you throw that joint on and, like, people are going crazy, remember it? And just things like, I know Benjamins came up to my mind. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a Benjamins. really good one. Even on new, like, and I was thinking, like, newer, uh, newer songs, like, I, I was thinking... Even when I still hear Exhibit C, for whatever reason, like, yo, I know that beat, like, that, and once he starts going in, that's something I automatically know. And it was wild, man, because I was thinking, I was thinking those two, and uh, I was thinking PSA. That was oh, yeah, that's a P good one. That's PSA a really good one. PSA was up there for me, and it, 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 
I started just going because I'm like, damn, yo, maybe I got Just Blaze higher on my list than I thought I did. You know, dude, like Just Blaze is a legend. Yeah, because I'm like, these notable songs, yo, he's all over them. So I'm like, dang, maybe I got to throw Just Blaze higher on this list. But since you brought those up, yeah, man, I, I'm thinking Kanye's got to be in there. Oh, Kanye song has to be in there at some some uh yeah i think if we were to do maybe like a top 20 top 50 or whatever he would maybe have a couple sprinkled in there i mean just five man that's that's hard now let me ask you this right um it's funny that you say it with kanye i don't know the song per se but i feel like i want to ask you if you were to say like he one of his songs would be in there what album do you think it would come from Ooh, I was that's thinking, an amazing question. I was thinking, um, Twisted Fantasy. Man, that's ooh. what I was thinking. Of. I was like, yo, I gotta uh, either that or late registration. I okay. think one day, one day though, I I should come up. I I should try to make like a list of my favorite, like maybe like twenty favorite Kanye songs and rank them. Okay. But that, yeah, I would say probably either. Uh, Dark Twisted Fans, it would come from that or late registration. Late registration. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. It yeah, gotta be iconic, somewhere in there. Yeah, that's an um, iconic song. Um, it gotta be. If you wanted to start throwing in diss songs, No Vaseline gotta be in there somewhere or, or hit them up or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, because it's so crazy, man, because it's like you're thinking of errors. Like, like you, when you said, fuck the police. And dang, that we crazy. We were just th- throwing out those names, and it was like, yo, like that was just one side. Like I could think of a bunch. Like fuck the police that come from there. Should uh, regulate. Um, just on the West Coast alone, just a bunch. Um, but yeah, it was just something I was thinking of. Like different songs that I was like, yo, like yo, when that song come on, yo, watch something about it all. Oh. Why did I not think of this, man? I feel like what we do gotta be up there too. Mm, that's like, a good I'm like, one. Yo, I'm like, yo, that joint, yeah, that gotta. But then I thought about that, but I'm like, yo, man, that's like super, like, that's like super rap, like, you know, your rap heads really, really know that song for sure, for sure. Maybe that ain't one to like brush with everybody, but like, that's the one that I was that kind of came to mind, but. Yeah, well, just something, uh, just a thought I had. You know what's funny? What we need to do, we need to come up with the Mount Rushmore New York songs, like songs talking about New York City. New York. That would be a hard ass list. Yeah, cause I mean, what you got? New York. You got Welcome to New York City. You got uh, uh, then I don't know, cause then you gotta break you. So I know some of them like you got South Bronx, but that's like a, a borough. Uh, yeah, that still count though. Brooklyn's yeah, finest. You Brooklyn's you got finest. a you got a few songs sprinkled in. Shit, Empire Hello. State of Mind. Hello Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Hello Brooklyn. Huh? You know what's funny? <laughs> it's funny. That might be one of my least favorite songs on that album. Yeah. Because I, I think American Gangster is probably Jay Z's most underrated album. That song. I, I think it was the, so cool when it I first think at came the out. time we all loved it because Wayne was killing everything, so we wanted to tell ourselves it was good, but that's kind of how I feel though. when I go back and listen to Barry Bonds with Wayne and Kanye from Graduation. You don't like that? I like that song, but it's one of my least favorite on the albums, yeah. and when I listen to it, I'm kind of like... I could have done hmm. Wayne on the song, low-key. 
Yeah. I'm like, dang, I really like Ye killing this song. But I'm yeah, like, a lot of Wayne stuff hasn't aged the greatest, but that's okay because we were we were around when it came out. So I think it, <laughs> I think it teleports us back in that time rather than trying to listen to it with today's perspective. But I don't know, man. Yeah, this was uh, I don't know. It's just uh, uh, just interesting to think. Um, but yeah, just something quick there. But uh, moving forward though. Kind of want to go ahead and get into what else we got on this docket, man. So, um, moving entire, don't we don't got too much today that we're gonna birch on. Um, this is a kind of segment I want to pan over to you. We're gonna do uh, Bosco's question of the week. Okay, here's a good one. It's not the one I asked you one earlier this week, but I, I switched it up so we could get a in real time reaction. All right, you got to pick one of the two. Okay. Would you rather have five children, right. but they have to be five years apart, or would you rather have five children, but you have to have them all at once? Oh, my God. Um, five, so if I'm a, it'd be five, it could be 10, 15, 20, 25. Um, I'll probably do the uh, the five all, um, five years apart for, for real. Because mm. I can, like, I can kind of gather, like, um, what you gonna call it? Like, are they five years apart? Oh, it's about to be a lot of hand me downs, like police relief. A lot of shit is getting passed down. But like, are they all the same age? Yo, I gotta buy five of the same shits for every damn thing. I'm like, damn, bro, that that'll be a lot buying all of that shit at once. But like five years, yeah, I got. I'm gonna pass down a lot. A lot of shit gonna be raggedy by the time that fifth that fifth child get it. <laughs> a lot of shit gonna be real raggedy. That shit gonna be retro by the time they get it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yo, a lot of be raggedy. That's that's a that's a that's an interesting one. Yeah, what what would you do on that? Man, that's tough. I think I think money wise, it would be smarter to have them five years apart. I think I would do the five years apart, but I, this is where my line of thinking was. You know how like sometimes when you have kids and parents be like, "Yeah, man, you know, well by this year the kids will be out of that uh, out of the house. There is no light at the end of that tunnel because yeah. you got to think." In this scenario, you would have a kid probably finishing their sophomore year at college and about to have another one. So add eighteen years more onto it, it's like, yo, I'm. You are never ending raising fucking children. It's like, <laughs> like, cause think about if you were, tw- let's say you were, hmm, let's get a realistic age. So let's say you was 20 when you had your first kid. So you would be 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. You'd be 40 with a newborn. So you wouldn't really have kids leaving the house to your late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, you best like over like half of your life. Like, yeah, you so freely do stuff. And that's really what I was thinking. The way I like. The way with, I mean, I don't travel like my like my parents do, but if you wanted to, it's like, well, you can't really do that. Because, I mean, if you have a 15-year-old, I guess they can watch the 10, the 5-year-old. But then I think about it, I'm like, man, that's like mm. 20, 30-plus years of them constantly breaking shit because we already know kids don't mind breaking stuff. Like, that's a, just imagine if you stayed in the same area that entire time. You go into school, you all your kids go to the same school. They'd be like, man, y'all still having kids? Yeah. Like, well, how, man, how old was your oldest? He like what, twenty two now? And y'all, what's the how old was this kid? A, no. a year and a half? Like, but uh, then, man, the 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 I, I say this, I'm like the five at once would be, that would be hard as hell when they're babies, then when they're toddlers, then when they, even when they're in grade, unless because that's um, funny, uh, unless they're well behaved. Nah, because 
when you brought it up, I was thinking about a specific family that we, uh, this guy we played ball with in high school, and we all know their family had like five or six brothers. Oh. I felt like one was always popping up, like left and right. No, I couldn't do it, yeah. man. I, I couldn't do it. To me, that that's, forget the financial part, just the, like, could you imagine having like five infants at, like in the same... Oh my God! Would you would get no sleep. It is no sleep being had. I'm gonna jump out the window. <laughs> Either that, I'm gonna punt one of these babies. One of y'all gotta go. Yeah, man, it would be no sleep had. Yeah, somebody getting adopted. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do five. Five is crazy. And then like, yeah, damn. And then, damn, that's tough. Cause uh, you think about it. Now, I ain't even put the two to two together. So, we said, like, if we had all five together, it'd be tough financially. Think about it, your household. If you really working on a two-income household and you having kids five years apart, your wife always on damn maternity leave, it feel like. I'm like, that's crazy. She always on... Not... She's always on maternity leave. Like I said, at that point, there is no retire. There is no early retirement sign option. Yeah. Like so, <laughs> let's let's toss that out the window. You're most likely re- working until damn near you're dead, or maybe a few years before you die. And it, I, I couldn't imagine because then you got to think about it too with with the five years apart thing. Your oldest would probably have kids that are around the same age as your youngest, so it would be. I think that dynamic would be kind of odd. It's that it's a lot. That that would be a lot. But like you said, the hand me down thing is funny because you guys you are right about that. Yeah, because I'm about five. So like yeah, so your youngest child being five, and then your oldest, you know, you could say what twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. About that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then think about it too, if you have five kids at once, ain't no way in hell all y'all get in a car. We may may be buying two cars and y'all can y'all can figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying y'all gotta share that John or something. I know some of y'all better get some scholarships or something. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. Though and then the the funny thing is there is no if you got five man, just imagine if you had five kids and like three of them was bad. I'm not saying like they're out here doing like criminal acts, but like you they just always talking in class or something like mm-hmm. that. Like you up at that school constantly. It's like, oh no 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 no, no. Them kids saying. end up getting taken away. I gotta pull out pull out the belt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you could do that, or you know, if you had all five at once, right? Shit, you could be like the next Joe Jackson. Just start you up a little group or something. Oh no, nah, they'll throw your ass in jail if you try to raise <laughs> kids like that. Now, man, they could, they'll come take your kids away so quick. Go get a, go get a switch. I'm like, damn, because because of a misstep. <laughs> like, get to your jail away real quick, bro. Yeah, no, nah, Joe Joe was on some other stuff, but nah, man. Um, but nah, that's really uh, that's really all we had in the tuck. Uh, for that one, um, I know in closing statements, I forgot to mention. Um, in the battle rap world, did you see the Calico versus Hitman? Yeah, I thought Hitman won two one. Yeah, man, um, I was about to ask you about this, man, because all right, so you know we talking about Hitman versus Calico. Uh, recently came out on RBE. Um, this one was in Detroit, man. Looking in this battle, um, just to recap it, I felt like at first Calico came out the gate strong. And he was hitting him with the personals. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
I'm like, all right, so what Hitman coming with? Then I was really feeling Hitman schemes. Like, I really liked the scheme he did with the uh, Fab Five scheme. Um, and he put another one together that he did. I think that was, I know that one was in his third round. Um, it was just pissing me off, like, with the crowd. Like, I think Detroit is one of them plays, yo, I do not want to, I would not want to go battle, bro. Like, they was pissing me off because, like, every time he was getting on a roll with a scheme, like, they would just start talking and then he got to repeat the whole thing. That drum was pissing me off. I, I, I think that was that. But I think, yeah, for the most part, like, Calico, he was hitting him with the personals, but then like Hitman was coming back with the uh coming back with the uh the schemes and that the big Gerald lines that was that was that was crazy uh mentioning of those. Uh yeah, I, watching the battle was interesting though, cause Hitman was rapping like twice as long as Calico. Yeah. Which, battle rap is is kind of funny because if you go back and you watch early smack battles i'm talking like oh nine ten they used to have the timer at the bottom of the screen and they would cut them off at like three minutes exactly or like 305 hell some battles they used to cut them off kind of early but with these i don't know if it's like three minutes and then y'all can rap longer if y'all want because calico rounds are like three thirty four minutes hit me rapping for like seven eight minutes and it's like so so kind of makes it hard judging it because it's like you're is it quality or quantity like for me right like i think calico is a better rapper than hitman like i think uh, calico yeah. flows better puts words together better i liked what hitman was saying more and hitman kind of was killing him when he kept bringing up not that he kept bringing it up but when he was bringing up like yo you're cool with mook now and it's kind of like you're a bozo for that because you were talking about at one point um, y'all was fighting in the club and used to disrespect him and all this other stuff. It's like, I'm not really sure how, how, why or how y'all are cool. And then I think Calico's a little bit delusional anyway because I rewatched. So after Hitman and Calico got announced, I mm -hmm. went back and rewatched Calico versus Verb. Verb beat him 2-1. Yeah. I think, and I, not only do I think he beat him, I think he beat him clearly. I thought Verb got round one and two and Calico got the third. So watching this one, I think Calico's just sometimes... I. I think he tries to outswag his opponent, which you can't really do that with Hitman because Hitman's been around. Like, y'all have been around the same amount of time. time yeah. And y'all have the same amount of big battles. And I would say Hitman has more big, big battles, battles than you. Yeah. And Hitman has more moments than you do. Like, yeah. whether like, whether he's receiving them or giving them, he's part of more big moments in battle rap history. And so, one thing I kind of – I was taking points off for Calico. He does this a lot, too. I hate when he talks, like, while the other dude is spitting, like – like every time uh, Hitman was hitting him with a line or something, like he, you could hear him on the side talking, like trying to justify what he was talking about. Like, nah, yeah, you bro, lose, you lose. That was to pissing me. me off. Like, I'm like, yo, shut up, bro. Because like you look at like Hitman, Hitman never, never talks. talks. He, mm. I don't care what battle it is, Hitman literally, whether it's verb, sir, it don't matter who it is. He never talks during people's rounds, which I respect. But yeah, man, I, I don't like that. I, I'm just not a fan of it. And Calico is just a funny dude because. To me, he's lost a good amount. Like, yeah, like he to me, this is my opinion. I thought Arsenal beat him back when they battled in Detroit back in I think that was 2011 or 12. I thought Arsenal beat him. Well, Arsenal, Lux, Lux, Lux beat him Lux, yeah, got clearly, him. and it's funny because you can argue Calico Cal one round one yeah. and two. That third alone, the Lux's third is to me is a haymaker. Yeah, <laughs> like that's one of those fight fight nights, just one of them perfect punches that knock you out, even though you're winning the fight. 
So I think Calico's lost some good amount. I think I do think Hitman's lost a good amount. Yeah. Um, so I thought he lost the Cass one. If you got a debatable with Cass, yeah. I mean, Hitman to me lost to Cassidy. I thought he lost to Surf. Like, yeah, he lost two one to Surf. I he he lost to Averb. He showed up. But he did lose to Averb. I think him and Arsenal is debatable. I think I think some of his real big, high-profile matches are are debatable. He did smoke Tay Rock. He lost the Hollow, but the Hollow battle is so bad that I think he kind of want them to rematch. It just sounds like he's kind of tapping into that Surf bag, where like Surf always talks about his battles, but they're like debatables. But he has like the most views. I seen dude Chris Unbiased was on YouTube. Shout out Chris, man. Uh-huh. And he has, um, he did a Sue Surf battle record. And I think by the time he was done, he had Surf like at 6 and 19 or something crazy <laughs> like that. Which is, it, and he gives explanations for why he feel like that. And it's accurate because Surf has gotten his ass whooped a whole lot. Like, Surf has moments. He about to get his ass whooped real soon. Oh know, no, John John part, about to John John about to do him greasy. Yeah, because I think what's the next one? Is it some? Is it madness? Yeah, summer madness. Summer madness. 11, yeah. I think. And it's funny because like they were announcing the card and because um, what Geechee's battling Calico. Calico, yeah. yeah. He about I think he Geechee might get Calico up out of there. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and they were going down the line because it's what Geechee and them. I think Mook battling Mook Reed. And Reed. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that either. But if I had to pick, I'd say Mook. And then the my the one I'm looking forward John, to the John most is Kayshawn and Hollow. That'll be. I a think Kayshawn gonna be Hollow. You think so? I yeah. like Hollow, but like this is the thing with Hollow. I feel like I haven't seen Hollow in a while. Like he just battled Rum. I'll, I'll give you my login. You could watch him in Rum. Okay. Um, he just battled Rum. I didn't think that was a good battle from either one of them. Um, he lost the math on RB. Him and um, who else? He battled somebody else up there. Well, he lost the math. Him and Hitman is from like ten years ago, but that's a bad battle. I think Hollow and Sir. He lost to Tay Rock. Him and Goods is weird because like I thought Goods won round two. I mean round one, and then Hollow run won round two and three. But then like Goods gave up in the third round. He kind of forfeited, so that was weird. He beat Arsenal in the rematch, but Arsenal smacked him around the first time they they <laughs> went at it. So it's kind of like eh. I mean, like, we watch Hollow, it's... And then something about his voice and the way he, he yeah, screeches this, and it's stuff. It's not for like, everybody. Like, him and Clips is debatable, I feel like. For the longest, I said he beat Lux. Lux, I, now re-watching it, Lux clearly beat him. But Hollow did show up. But he loses clearly, like, clearly to Lux. And it's a couple other about Him and Surf is debatable. I think I have him winning 2-1, but... That wasn't really a great show. His first round is so terrible that it's like, mm-hmm. yo, you really should get points taken off from round two and three. <laughs> but you know, I I know that's not really how that stuff is judged. But I'm just I'm I'm excited to see that mask because I think John John's about to whoop surf. I think ass. John, and I think I want to say there it's a twenty five thousand dollar bet. This is what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> surf is probably gonna do well round one and two, stumble and choke in the third. Because that's just what cause that, he's just going jersey out of a round, and that's just what he be doing. So I'm like, no. I don't know, man. I'm look, I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, the summer madness here. We definitely got to pee that one out. That might be a little event for us on the summer madness, but yeah, just kind of want to uh, burst that real real quick. Um, but other than that, shit, we ain't got nothing else really on the docket, man. Uh, any closing remarks for you? No, nah, man. Um. I, I seen I, I go on hot new hip hop and I've seen a lot of articles involving uh Drake and and Kanye. I'm I'm not super 
tapped in on what's going on. At this point, I just want their albums. I want looking forward to Kendrick's next album. Yeah, I kind of hated it. Everybody was like it's such a frenzy about that because I guess they're announcing like it'll probably be his last TDE album. I'm like I I don't know. I'm just not one to read too deep into shit. That's like. I, I didn't really catch anything. Okay, that if it's, if it's the last album there, it's his last album. Yeah, but. I mean to be completely honest, I really don't care where he, where he makes music. I yeah. mean, if he could sign with Columbia, Def Jam. I don't really care. I just I just want the music. So it being his last TDE album is like the people that affect the most is TDE. I yeah. mean, you know they'll they'll have to figure out what they're gonna do after that. But yeah, man, I, at this point, just just give me the music. That that's all I want to hear. Uh, the music, all that other stuff, uh, um, all that other stuff, I really don't care about. Speaking of new music, I haven't listened to anything new, new recently within the last couple of weeks. I listened to some of the Benny the Butcher's last project. I mean, Benny the Butcher's Benny the Butcher. He, Griselda in general reminds me of Currency in terms of, and I'm not saying they rap like or nothing like that, but just a level of consistency that I expect at this point. Yeah, them. I, I've listened to them. Um, that project I kind of didn't get on too much. Um, there's a project with, uh, Alchemist, uh, Bo Jackson, uh, listened to that one. Um, other than that, not too much. Uh, Dame Dollars project, I've been listening to that one a lot lately. I know the Ty Dollar Sign one, that little collab he did with Division. Um, I'll listen to that at some point, but really haven't rushed back to it. I'm still kind of in the same bag really i'm still heavy on my tyler bag and Bags. um i don't Can't know wait I, for that concert yeah and I, i've had a resurgence uh since our last our last outing with uh wale i've been into a lot of wale, old wale for yeah me too me so too I'm like get that man his flowers man yeah you know what i'm saying so but yeah other than that nothing else really for me um any other remarks you got in here? No, you know, just a, um, thanks for everybody who takes time out of their day to give us a listen. We greatly appreciate it because there's a there's millions of other things you could be doing, listening, watching to, watching, listening. You know, much other stuff you could be doing. So we appreciate it. Um, you know, if there's anything you would like for us to talk about, or or if there's some suggestions you think on what we could do to make this better, just let us know, and we'll greatly consider it and try to implement it moving forward and you know y'all take it easy um mental health y'all need to put that first yep just always realize that life isn't as terrible as it could be and you gotta just enjoy take take the small victories man that's really what we need you know to start doing more taking small victories take the small victories uh just remember to follow course um your path is your path yeah, I mean, regardless of what you see, what you think you should begin, just, you know, remain patient and follow towards the path. Take your time, pretty much, because time flies. Um, Big facts, it do, though. But, like you said, uh, we definitely appreciate the support, and as we always say, uh, definitely check us out on my social media, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, ChiefKeef757. You'll find a link to the podcast. You'll be able to get the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe to us. Give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts. That'll help us within the algorithms. Um, and as usual, it's been another episode of the Chief and Bosco Podcast. We'll see you guys next Sunday. Yep.